We want to give a shout out to Pastor Robert Pallav of Mana Full Gospel Church in India. He was pastoring a 400 person church where his focus was on the adults and not the kids. The Sunday school teachers weren't trained, plus they didn't provide them with a curriculum. Then Robert attended the Awana Seed Planters training and his eyes were opened to the importance of child discipleship. Now he's reversed his focus from adults to kids. Plus, in one year, they have doubled their attendance of kids from 30 to 70, and they're still growing. Welcome to the Iwana Club's podcast. My name is Linnea Sandball. If you have been a leader for any amount of time in an Iwana Club, you know there are nights when it seems that half the leaders are missing. Life gets crazy, people get sick. So what do you do when the inevitable happens? That's what we're gonna talk about today. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Hey, before we keep going with the conversation, I want to share something with you. The Child Discipleship Forum is coming back. And I don't know if you've noticed, we here at Awana are pretty passionate about this whole child discipleship thing. Each year at CDF, it's our goal to share new perspectives and spark renewed energy for child discipleship. And we are stoked about what our 2023 guests are going to bring to the table. Folks like Rebecca Lyons, Darren Whitehead, Ed Stetzer, and so many other amazing speakers are going to be gathered. And I can't wait for you and your team to join us on September 21st or 22nd in Nashville or online for a time of learning, worship, and community with other Kidman leaders. But here's the thing. If you register right now, you can save $150. See, our early bird pricing is only available until March 31st. So register you and your team today by going to childdiscipleshipforum.com to secure our lowest pricing. And I'll see you in September. When my husband and I had our three children, we felt the weight of responsibility with each child. Those tiny humans could do nothing for themselves. We were responsible for their well-being, and as they grew, for training them in the way they should go. But ultimately, each of those people, now grown humans, is a child of God. We had to do the work, but they belonged to God. Our responsibility was the work, but the ownership belonged to God. In the same way, the clubs that we run, the families that we serve, the leaders that we lead also belong to God. We are responsible for doing the work in the roles he's placed us in, but ultimately they are God's and nothing surprises God. He knows what's going to happen before it happens. He knows when all your TNT leaders are going to call to let you know they are sick. He knows when your games director has to show up 45 minutes late. He knows about that one leader who is getting more and more flaky as the year goes on. No matter what happens, your Wana Club is God's and nothing surprises God. That is a great thing to remember. And it's probably something that we all would agree with. But what do we do in the moment when it happens, when the leaders don't show or the leaders call sick? We panic. No, just kidding. We try not to panic. We remember that the ministry is God's, that he is with us. We stop. We pray in the moment. 
and we have a plan and we move into problem solving mode. But let's back up a second. Do your leaders know what kind of commitment they have signed up for? Have you been clear about when the leaders need to arrive and what their responsibilities will be throughout the year? Do they know how important they are and what kind of hole they leave when they can't be there? Clarity is kindness. My husband and I say that all the time. And we've all been in situations where we've thought, this isn't what I signed up for. And that can be a really frustrating place to be. If your leaders aren't clear in what is expected of them and they feel overwhelmed or ill-equipped to do the job, they may start to get inconsistent. If they don't feel appreciated or if they don't feel like their role is vital to the success of the ministry, they may start to think, why bother going? They don't need me anyway. At the beginning of their commitment to be a leader, let them know exactly what they will be expected to do. Let the leaders know how important it is that they're there every week. It isn't just you counting on them. Explain the ripple effect that one leader's absence has on the entire club. And throughout the year, be clear about how much you appreciate them. If you haven't been clear in the past, if this is something you've never done, it's never too late to start. Set aside some time to clarify questions they have. Let them know how grateful you are for each of them. But even when leaders are sold out for the ministry and the kids and the families they serve, things come up. Leaders get sick. Leaders get called out of town for work. Inevitably, something is going to happen. And sometimes it will happen for multiple leaders on the same night. And that's why it's important to have a plan. So let's go through some ideas. Number one, make sure you have clarified who needs to know when someone's not going to be there. Do they need to call the director, the commander, or want a ministry director? Do they email? Do they need to text or call? Be very clear and specific in this and let them know how important it is that you know as soon as possible. While emergencies do happen, we know that, five minutes before club isn't as helpful as hours or maybe even a day or two before. Number two, parents may be willing to step in occasionally, but they don't feel led to serve every week. Parents are an easy go-to since they have to go there anyway. They have to drop their kid off and pick their kid up. Know which parents have gone through your children's ministry's child protection screening and are okay to serve and let those parents fill in on those nights when you are short on leaders. Number three, if your church has been blessed with a plethora of leaders, assign a couple leaders to be rovers. Having someone that can jump from cubbies to TNT to sparks, depending on your needs for that night, would be such a blessing. Now, keep in mind, not every leader is wired for this. A roving leader needs to be flexible. They need to be okay with filling various roles and instead of being just assigned to one specific group or role. Number four, have a list of church members who can substitute. If you have a list of people who can't commit to being at Club Weekly, but may be willing to step in occasionally, they can be your go-to. These might be people who have served in Awana in the past, or maybe their schedule is too sporadic to be a regular leader. One thing to be mindful of is you want to make sure your substitutes like kids. 
Not everyone enjoys serving in kids ministry. And the last thing you want is a grumpy, irritated person filling in for the night. Number five, on a night when you're missing a ton of leaders, reorganize your club. It's not ideal, but sometimes you just have to make it work with what you've got. Can you group Sparks and TNT for the night? Can you combine multiple small groups for the night with one leader wrangling the kids and another leader listening to verses and checking the handbooks? Do you have a large group teacher that can do double or even triple duty for the night? Or maybe you just combine all the kids for large group time. Get creative. It's okay if club looks different. Don't feel like you're doing it wrong. You are serving the kids in the best way you can for that one night. Number six, ask your youth pastor if there are high school students that can fill in. I know some youth ministries can get a little territorial, but present it as an occasional serving opportunity. Let them know you aren't trying to steal anyone from their ministry and that it's just for one night, just for emergencies. But what a great way it would be to get teenagers involved. After all, they're one day going to be running the church. Number seven, be okay with a little more chaos. With missing leaders, kids are going to be more rowdy. There is going to be more noise. Things probably won't go perfectly. Remember, it's okay. If the kids are feeling like they belong, if they are learning something about God and how much he loves them, if the kids know that their Awana club is a safe space, God is going to do something in their lives. After all, this is God's ministry. One thing I didn't talk about was a leader who misses club more and more often throughout the year. If you're a director or lead with someone who's just starting to seem a little more flaky, check in with them. Are they feeling like this isn't for them anymore? Are they feeling like a different age group might be a better fit for them? Or maybe they're struggling with something else. We all have lives outside of our ministries. Maybe they feel like this isn't what they signed up for, but maybe something else is going on in their life. And that something is something you can be praying for and supporting them through. As with everything else in ministry, communication is vitally important to keep things running smoothly. Talk with your leaders, be clear with your expectations, be clear in what they should do if they're going to miss club. God has given us an amazing opportunity to reach kids and families. It can feel overwhelming, especially when we're short on leaders. But in those moments, when you are tempted to panic, remember to pray, get creative, remember the plan you have in place. And most importantly, remember that your club is God's in the first place, and he will provide what you need. If you have specific questions about this, talk with your Awana missionary. They'd love to have a conversation with you. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for loving kids and investing in the families and the future leaders of the church. Thanks for listening to the Awana Clubs podcast. The Awana Clubs podcast is a product of Awana Audio. All rights reserved. Your support and donations to the Awana ministry make it possible for us to partner with 62,000 churches in over 130 countries. Check out the show notes wherever you're listening for more information about what was discussed in this episode, as well as more details about today's host and their ministry. 
If you like this episode, you'll also like the Child Discipleship Podcast, where new episodes drop every Thursday. Our theme song is Jackpot by Made to Be from their album, You Know a Better Way. You also heard their song Throne from their album, Save Me From Myself. This podcast is executive produced by Tim Sandoval, mixed and edited by Marlon Washington, and content support is provided by me, Ross Cochran. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week.